It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. of Hashtag No Filter. Today's guest is someone who has been on the podcast before, and he is someone I used to work with and also an old boss of mine. So these last two episodes have been with two of my old bosses. And today's episode is with Austin Kevich, who is the founder of Locks Club. If you've followed my Instagram for a little while, you've definitely seen him on my Instagram stories, and you've definitely heard me talk about Locks Club. I worked there for a couple years, and uh, obviously Austin and I work together. So it's a fun little conversation. Some of it, um, <laughs> some of it, as I was editing it, I'm like, oh, unless you worked at Locks Club or work at Locks Club, some of this might not make sense to you. Uh, but no, overall, it's a really great conversation. We talked about the dating landscape and how it's changed, and the dating industry and his industry in general. We talked about relationships in general, all sorts of good stuff. So hope you enjoy. And without further ado, here's Austin Kevich on this episode of Hashtag No Filter. Welcome back to the podcast, Austin. How are we doing today? I'm so excited to be back. Thank you for having me. I remember um, last time felt like yesterday, talking about Alex Chode and stuff. And yes, and last time also, I had, you know, I ended up taking that episode down right? How come? I feel like we said a lot of things that, I don't know. I just, I ended up taking the episode down. It was too unfiltered. I don't know, but it was, it was something. So yes, last time. And I, oh no, I can't link to the episode. Well, last episode, (laughs) Alec, who is Austin's best friend and co-founder of Locks Club, who's I believe sitting right next to him. Also my arch nemesis. I'm just kidding. We're friends now, but uh, they were on the podcast together, but today we're having Austin back. And while we, it will be fun and silly and great, we're also going to talk about some serious things. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> he gets shy. <laughs> okay. So just in like three second nutshell, who are you? In three seconds? <laughs> or in like 10 seconds, like make it snappy. But who are you? Like, what's your deal? Um, An amateur magician. I can moonwalk. I get a lot of nosebleeds. Well, I used to. Uh, what else? What else is there? Like, like your profession, like, Oh, like the boring surface. Yeah. Just like give it. That's why I said three seconds. Um, created this thing called locks club where I had the blessing of working with Julie and, um, I hope uh, it evolves into a lot of more stuff we're working on. And Julie knows that I love, you know, writing TV shows and um, movies and stuff like that. 
Okay. That, that's his intro. He's, a, he's like modest and he, but I'll give more of an intro in the real intro. Okay. Anyway. So, you know, hashtag no filter. We try to be very unfiltered and we like talking about dating and relationships and sex and things of that nature. So Austin told me there's like nothing off limits. So I'm just going for it. What's the term going for the jungular? jungular. Going for the jugular. Yeah. Jugular. Yeah. Jugular. Okay. So, <laughs> so I do want to ask you, I want to start this off. So you, you, own, you founded a dating app. What would you say like is, cause I've asked this on with all my guests recently, what do you think's changed in the dating landscape right now? Because I feel, I mean, granted, neither of us are single, but like when we were both single and very much mingling, like it feels like things have changed. What have you noticed being in the industry? I mean, the obvious one is people are way more open to online dating being a necessary evil. Like it's become the new default rather than um, a couple of years ago, like the go-to was meeting people at bars mm -hmm. or what, or whatnot. And then I, I think, especially with the pandemic, everyone just had to accept that the future of day of meeting people is, is through these online communities. And I mean, we, we met both of our significant others on locks. Oh Yeah. We totally did. Totally did. Um, okay, so what? So, <laughs> so first, I want to talk about some like work stuff and like running locks and things like that, and then we're gonna get into more, you know, I guess R-rated things. So maybe earmuffs mm -hmm. for the kids. So you you own a company. You have a team. I was on that team. What would you say is the most important like personality trait or strength? Uh, uh, of, of, of someone who would want to either work in the industry, work with locks club or work with you? Like what is like the most important personality trait you look for in a, an employee? I'd say there's, there's two, there's empathy. Uh, so they just, they really get it. They really are, are aware of, um, the things that are annoying about dating apps and, um, brands in general and then the other part of it is the execution doer whatever you want to call it like they can actually like put it into action and, and suggest ways to fix it I'm surprised you didn't say anything about ego you thought I was gonna say low ego yeah well I, it's important but it's not the number one I think I think that's like a uh a given like no one yeah. wants to work with someone who's annoying but right right uh and I, I think if you get excited about if you get excited about this big goal or big vision and you kind of by default like you you put your ego aside because you want to like make something real for people to use and benefit from okay that makes sense so what what would you like if you were sitting next to I don't know. I don't know who it would be, but a leading, like a leading expert in this field. And I know you've mm -hmm. met some of those people. Like, what would you want to ask them? Like, what would you want to know? A leading expert in, you know, maybe uh, of a, a very, you know, successful dating app that's been around for a while, or I don't know, just anyone in your industry, like what would, or in the tech space, like if you could ask them anything. I think our advantage is that we aren't them. Like we're coming at it from such a different perspective than everyone else in the industry. And um, because all of us were using the dating apps and weren't working on Locks Club less than two years ago. So we still think like like consumers, 
Right. And, and I always want to like stay in that mindset of like everything we're, we're building. I mean, you heard me say this a lot, like is for the people and not for the company. Right. So um, I'd be scared to ask someone who was successful in the space, how, what path they took because also the landscape was so different from like Tinder building something like Tinder to like now building Rocks Club. So much has changed. That's true. Even just, even just in people's expectations. So what would you ask the founder of OnlyFans? Um, if they can boost Julie's account. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've really considered doing OnlyFans. You would crush it. But not, I wouldn't show my face or any inappropriate parts of my your body. Your feet, obviously, you, yeah. you're known for your feet. I would <laughs> I would just show my feet, right. Should I, I also think. I also think the beautiful thing about that is that like, if it's just your feet, then Chuck and Marcy can get behind it and be proud of you. And do you think they'd be proud? Yes, because what's the difference between that and, you know, having a, a daughter who's a professional model and she's on the cover of, um, I don't know, what's a, a, a magazine where models are on the cover? <laughs> right. for Wait, we should ask Marcy. I mean, you and Marcy have voice yeah. noted. So maybe voice note her later and ask her. If I yeah. And feet, feet are probably genetic, right? So maybe your parents have are known for their feet too. Maybe, maybe. we'll have to ask them <laughs> next time. Um, yeah, no, I think Marcy and Chuck would do it, but truly I thought, you know how much people make from OnlyFans, right? Like you're very well aware of that. I don't know. I, uh, I, I know what well, I can guess what the top people make because of bad baby. Remember she uh, broke the record. Right. Do you think right Alan she should go on OnlyFans? I think he can have a big male following. I can't see females being into his OnlyFans. Yeah. For okay. some reason. Maybe maybe he should do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I had another question. So now what would you say is like a common um like a misconception, a myth about the field in which you are? Your area of expertise. No, no, no. The feel like the, the dating industry, dating app industry. What's like a very common misconception? I think a very mis common misconception, and I'm totally guilty of still having this misconception, is that all dating apps suck. And what I've learned through actually finally putting, you know, my money where my mouth is and building an app myself is that I think people just hate dating altogether, generally mm -hmm. speaking. Like no one if you ask anyone about their love life or their dating life, like rarely are people like, oh my God, I love dating. Separate from the apps. Separate right, from the right, apps. Right, people right. are like, oh my God, the, the, act, the experience of dating is so fun and so reward. Like it's so different from, you know, meditation apps where people are proud to say, I have a 31 day streak on this meditation app. No one's proud to say, I've, <laughs> I've been opening, I've been, I've gotten laid 31 days in a row from some dating app, right? Yeah. I open this dating app every day. Uh, so I, I think there's a stigma on dating as a whole. And, and that as a result of that, like a stigma on dating apps too. But people who have met their significant others on dating apps are very proud to say that they met their significant other on a dating app. I, I, I've, we've seen that on Knox Club. At certain apps, I think people are more proud to say they met on than others, True. depending on the brand. And I think that's becoming a newer thing a couple of years ago not that long ago people would lie and be like hey 
I know we met on X dating app, but let's just tell everyone we met at the gym. Right, right. No, but I, I and then maybe I take it back. Some people are like proud to say it, but they're like not mm -hmm. ashamed of it. I mean, like we both met our significant others on Locks Club. Right. I remember, uh, remember we were shocked when people started Instagramming, like, thanks at Locks Club yeah. on Instagram with yeah. a couple's photo. No, Locks like, Club. Whoa. It's a different reputation than others. Not that the others are bad, mm -hmm. but like it's a different yeah. reputation. Totally. So you've created a culture. I, you know, I used to work at Locks Club for a while and you created a culture that became almost like family. Like we truly became like a family, which has its pros and its cons. How do you navigate that? Because as great as it is that your, your company and your people get so close, it also can has, it can also have its, its, its negative side effects. So like, how do you navigate that being the founder and a boss? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny to ask me this question because I'm probably the worst at navigating it. I don't take True. any, I don't take anything seriously. Like even the negative side effects of being such a close knit team, um, the drama made me laugh. Like for example, like the love triangle between you, Alec, and are we allowed to say her name? Who's the girl? Who are you talking about? Sarah. Sarah from the LA party? Yes. I don't think she's that... listening to the podcast. Okay, well that was probably the biggest drama we've had, right? Would you call it a love triangle? <laughs> it was kind of a joking right joking love triangle right I mean we we embellished it for the the company gossip columns of course, of course. which doesn't exist wink wink right, right. Um, <laughs> um yeah and even that was entertaining at least like one day we're gonna look back put it I always I try to put it in perspective like when when I'm on my deathbed one day I'm gonna look back on this whole lost club experience and remember moments like that where like we were all sitting on the couches at the airbnb and you and alec were fighting but that was like a situation that was intense <laughs> so, okay before we get into um, some very hot and heavy questions about dating what would you like to wrap up the career part what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far not in your career but in the lot in the history of you and locks club like what's the biggest lesson or biggest like takeaway from everything you've added you know all of it Besides that I'm the perfect employee. Besides you being my favorite employee ever, yep. the biggest takeaway I'm still trying to get better at is just do things and not overthink it and trust that you'll learn, you'll learn as you go. And, um, you know, the faster you, you make mistakes, the faster you'll learn. And I have this tendency to overthink everything and overanalyze everything because I'm afraid to make a mistake. I'm afraid to make like a big mistake, but um, I've learned that most decisions are irreversible. Most decisions you can like learn and adapt. So I want to get better at, you know, being as fast as possible and, and learning and, and everything's an experiment. Everything's a learning experience and having that mindset. I love that. That's so self-aware of you. We, oh, Austin and I have also shared a couple of therapists. So mm -hmm. <laughs> shout out. Okay. Now segueing. How do you, or, you know, hypothetically, how do you find love, if you will, or a relationship when you're too involved in your work? Like, I'm not saying you're too involved in your work, but you do, you are, you know, I don't know if you have much of a work-life balance. I'm not sure these days, but how do you 
do that? Like, how do you date? How do you get in a relationship when you're as involved in work as you are? Like me personally or? or yeah, no, you personally, we're talking about you. Okay, how do I find love? Well, there's very few instances in my life where I'd say I succeeded at finding love. So I probably shouldn't be giving advice on this, but I, I think, um, you know, if if you're, when you have this crazy work-life balance like I do, I think that's because I, I genuinely enjoy the work and that's why I'm choosing to work on it on, on nights and, and weekends. And I think some along those paths, you'll meet someone whose interests overlap with you or I don't know, like humor overlaps with you or a friend of a friend, you guys hang out and meet them. And like somehow you, you just got to trust that your path will overlap with someone else as long as you're living a life that's authentic to you. Like you generally want to be doing this life. Um, like I've made the past mistake of, you know, if I ever felt like I was going down a, a path where it just like didn't feel like it felt like I was just doing it for money. I think those are the circumstances where, um, you know, you could get a little veer off the path and, and you're not really meeting people who are aligned with your interests and like the kind of lifestyle you want. So good I guess what, what? I said good answer, but finish that. So. Yeah, that was just a long way. I was just like a long way of saying do, do try to live a life, do as many things as you enjoy as possible that are like authentic to your interests. Well, and right. And then the right person will come along when they're supposed to come along kind of thing. And then they'll like, they won't, they'll be a, an enhancement to your life and not like a burden. Right. Yeah. I think we've had so many talks about this where if someone's causing more stress to your life, you should probably reassess if they're the person for you right now. Okay. So what are your, in, for you, like the top three qualities of a healthy relationship for you? For me, yes. Um, humor. Can you guys laugh? You know when things are good, and then also when things are stressful. Can you kind of like zoom out from it and laugh at it together? Mm -hmm. um, to communicate and be vulnerable with each other. Like there's always going to be issues and um, awkward moments or like needs that you want to share. And I, I find that if like, you could find someone that you're comfortable being vulnerable with and they're not going to run away from you, um, but rather like listen and, and try to figure out a compromise with you. That's super important. The third one is bedtime and morning person, like Wait, what? finding oh, like a aligning on like, are you, are you both a night owl or is one of you a morning person? That's such an underrated under talked about compatibility thing that I'm realizing is um, if one person's a night owl and one person needs to go to bed early and same thing with the morning, you're on just such, such different paths every day. That's such a good point. I've like never really thought mm -hmm. about it and I don't think it's ever been met. Like that's a, such a good, yeah, such a good point. It's something I realized recently because huh. the the person I'm I'm seeing now, she's on the exact same, um, like we're both night owls that are trying to go to bed earlier, even though we're naturally night owls, and then we both naturally like need more sleep, or we're very sleep sensitive, so it takes effort to get out of bed in the morning. And it's it's nice that we can bond over that versus like in the past, I've dated people that 
just pass out super early. And I'm like, how did you do that? Now I need to take melatonin and CBD to catch up with you. And then in the morning, if I try to wake up with them, I'm groggy. That's such a good point. What about you and your current person? <laughs> My girlfriend, <laughs> um, we're very, we're on the same page. Although we both like have trouble sleeping. Like we have like, lately I've had big sleep issues and like, we'll like, yeah. we're on the same page about that. But when we sleep- That's amazing. So if you're yeah. on the same, you're, yeah. Yeah, you can he, he can wake up earlier than me and function, but I'm not, I'm not like the biggest morning person, but we're, we're like enough on the same page where it doesn't, where it's not an issue. Are you, do you talk about him openly on, on the pod? Um, I haven't said his name, like I haven't, but like it, it yeah. has come up the last few episodes because he's a big part of my life. So it kind of comes up, you know, you know, how call her daddy will give a nickname to the guy. Oh yeah. What should his nickname be? Is it like that? We can't. Maybe I mean, like... yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what, you said something in your last answer <laughs> about like how you guys oh being vulnerable and whatever. And, and if you don't always agree, whatever, how do you fight? in a relationship because I I've talked about this on a couple of podcasts now. Like I think how one fights in a relationship is very indicative of a lot of other things. Like, do you uh, stay in the room? Do you walk away? Do you have the conversation? Do you, do you go to sleep on it? Like, how do you fight? Me personally, I'm not a fighter. I mean, you're really not, you know, me. you know, me so well, like it would take so much to get me, you know, heightened to the point where like I'm arguing or fighting I, I just so someone would have to threaten my family or threaten Julie to get me in that pissed off state um but for me it's or more a disagree, like, so, not a fight not a fight like a like a disagreement a di oh I, I would just be like hey can I share my perspective and then I want to hear yours and and wherever it's mismatched let's let's talk about it openly yeah, like I'd I rather could, just talk about it. Right. But I could see you like if there was a fight and it's something so aggressive, I could still see you making mm -hmm. like a joke in the middle of it. Oh yeah. That I've gotten trouble for that in yeah. the, with past relationships. They get frustrated that I I'm not taking it seriously enough. Yeah. I <laughs> I totally <laughs> I totally deflect with humor a little mm -hmm. bit. And so also in the past, um it's helped me to to distance myself a little bit and write write out a long like a text message mm -hmm. not because I'm afraid to talk in person I just I just find that I can gather my thoughts easier if I can type it out and edit it and, and be like okay like here's my perspective and here's mm -hmm. the logic of how I got there and correct me if I'm wrong I think this is your perspective and like here's how here's a, a solution yeah no it's true because I'm very reactive did you know, know. buddy? Oh, by the way, yeah. buddy is Alec. <laughs> We've been saying buddy and I'm not sure people know it's Alec, but, um, yeah, I, I can be very reactive. So it's very, it's a, it's, it's good to write things out, but like, if you mm -hmm. like, I mean, we've even had stuff when I, when we were working together, like you would get a little heated, but then three seconds later, you're making a joke about buddy's chode. It's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So I, 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 cause I probably also sometimes with you, I would pretend to be heated just yeah. so you wouldn't see the joke coming. Yeah. Like that yeah. would be the setup. And then I would like, yeah, make right. a chode joke. Right. Always the chode joke. No, no, you know what I'm talking about. Remember, like, I text you sometimes and be like, hey, I need to talk to you about something serious. <laughs> and then you get, <laughs> and then I you get all scared. Yeah. 
then you get all scared and then it would really just be something about uh, someone's peepee or something or something right something very appropriate mm-hmm. definitely appropriate yeah. all right are you ready it's a would you rather round and i asked these same questions to jason who is also a boss of mine so there we go all right would you rather get a million dollars right now or get a hundred thousand dollars a year for 10 years a million dollars right now Agree. Uh, would you rather go back in time to fix your biggest money mistake or look into the future and find out where you would end up? Fix my biggest money mistake or? Or like look into the future to see to see where you would end up. Oof. I'm scared to look into the future. I don't really have any big money mistakes, but I'm scared to look into the future because what if I see something that'll fuck me up? Okay, so you would rather fix something from the past? Uh, yeah, I would rather look at the future. I don't, I, I don't have any like crazy mistakes that yeah. I, that I think about every day. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, would you? I mean, I know the answer to this one. Would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? <laughs> I mean, what are under currently? Yeah. No, you always dress great. Just sometimes it's like a black t-shirt. It's like Steve Jobs. Like you have an outfit. You have a uniform. Yeah, I like wearing what's comfortable. Yeah, I get that. I would wear sweatpants every day if I could. I believe that. Uh, would you rather have a pause button on your life or a rewind button on your life? Pause. Would you rather have a full phone battery all the time? Oh, you don't have, you don't drive. I would say, would you rather have a full phone battery all the time or a full gas tank all the time? Gas tank, because phone's easier to charge. True. And especially yeah. you could charge the phone in the car. True, true. That's true. Would you rather be forced to live the same day over and over and over again for a full year or take three years off the end of your life? Same day. What if it's a fun day? It's true. I love your outlook. Like what if I'm what if I'm hanging out with you and we're we're what would we be doing on like our perfect fun day? Although that that day in Miami was really fun with I mean there were other people involved, but that was fun. I think we would wake up, we would go to the McDonald's drive-thru and get you some Diet Coke and tell them to put, you know, whatever the fresh Coca-Cola syrup they have in the back, put that in the machine. Mm-hmm. And then we would stop at the liquor store and get a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And then we would stop at Walmart and get some travel shampoo containers and fill them up with white wine we go to tar- i prefer target over walmart okay we go to target and get um we get um shampoo travel containers fill them up with white wine buy a fanny pack for both of us fill them up with shampoo bottles mini shampoo bottles of white wine so then we have a constant supply throughout the day i wouldn't drink any of the white wine because i only like red but i would carry the white wine to fuel you throughout the day and then we would go to um, maybe a, a male strip club for oh. you. Would Buddy be stripping? I hope. Well, Buddy, we could just get a private show at the house. True. But he's 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 weird about that. He's not really comfortable. He doesn't like getting naked for his friends. It's weird. It's not like Max. It's weird. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I love. <laughs> I love that for us. Would you rather? And then that's that's the end of the day. Just that. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but you know what I would want to end the day where I'd want to end the day. One of my favorite memories with you. And we've had, a, we've had a several in the last couple of years was we went to Carbone with Buddy and Danielle and we drank so much fucking red wine and ate so much pasta. Yeah. I remember that we, we had those giant menus <laughs> in front of our faces. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They're so big. They were, they're, they're so too big. big. They're, they're so too big. big. It's, it's kind of obnoxious. Like, like why not just... We should tell them it's I so know. Okay. Would you rather oversleep every day for a week or not get any sleep at all for four days straight? Oversleep. I love we my bed. Okay. Would you rather sip? gin with ryan reynolds or would you rather um take a sh- or have tequila with um with the rock jason tardic or <laughs> jason tardic yeah or that gin with ryan reynolds do you love ryan reynolds or you just like gin i do like him i, I mean i i don't know him i like his i like his movies and he's a good businessman it seems I like I think he's super witty that like the movies are so yeah they're so clever oh his assistant met her husband on or fiance on last club oh my god I knew that actually oh that's funny yeah. I didn't even plan that for that que- uh, that's random oh I love that yeah Woo, shout out Lux club. okay Little plug. Would, you, would you rather <laughs> would you rather walk in on your parents your parents aren't together, but a parent with someone having sex or then walk in on you shout out Austin's dad uh them walking on me both are so everyone i've asked that has said the same thing yeah i think it'd be weird to want to walk in on your i actually think alec would want to walk in on his parents i agree his daddy loves his dad his mom and him had a weird like his mom he told the story to our health class in middle school like his mom (laughs) i probably shouldn't tell i shouldn't yeah, I'll have this. Alec on the podcast and he can talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I, ask you... him about the story where he was at his computer and his mom walked in. Yeah. Okay. I understand. American Pie vibes. Um, okay. We, we, I think I asked you this on the first episode, but it's been a while, so you can answer it again. If you were running for president, what would your slogan be? Um, who cares? I like it. Okay. I like it. Okay. Or, and, or. Um, or something about Hasbulla. Oh, we love. I know. That's I Alec as a, that's Alec. Oh, but Hasbulla is so much cooler than Alec. They I look they look similar, but of Hasbulla. Because he looks like Alec. I if, I would love if Hasbulla was president. And I could be his vice president. Do you think Hasbulla would be on my podcast? Oh my god. That would be a dream. That would be a dream. That would be a dream. And the last question, the most important question. Are you ready? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. No. What was your favorite thing about working with me? When you're, you would bring that funny, inappropriate authenticity to the work space. <laughs> And all of my friends who have companies were always so jealous that our company culture was so open, fun, and non-judgmental. And I think that is super important for the business that we're in, having a dating app that we can be, you know, playful about um, 
dating stories and even some R-rated dating stories, uh, especially that we could like all laugh about together. And you were the queen of of giving people the confidence to be vulnerable and laugh about it. Well, thank you very much. That's so sweet. And then can you, um, to ask Alec through you, like if he wants to chime in, like give, tell him to say something new that you can say for the closing line. Be like, Alec, you're right next to me. Be like, Alec, do you want to say something to Julie? Uh, it's the closing question. Yeah. What was what was your favorite thing about working with Julie? Wait, Alec, show your face because I'm going to, this is like, I might put it on the Instagram. Hi. Hi. We Hi. talked about you a lot, so all the fans. Are- I had my headphones in, so I couldn't hear anything. Oh, well, it'll be exciting when the episode comes out. Do you want to share anything? Um... The only thing I heard was whispers of like OnlyFans for people with extraordinary body parts. I thought this was actually a good idea. <laughs> a good brand name. Thank you. Okay, good. Is high. there anything you want to say to me? So many things. <laughs> Just that I miss you and you're glowing right now. And I have a ring light on me, but I'm glowing. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes late at night when I'm laying in bed, I think about what if and I think we should tell your fans, not to interrupt, but I think we should tell your fans about your and Alex communication learnings through Slack, like with the emojis. That was actually really important. Do you want to share that, Alec? You had different, you had different love languages through Slack. Yeah. Well, I learned to be more expressive with my emojis and exclamation points. And I hope Julie learned to be a little more succinct with her messages. But yeah. I really appreciate you, Alec. Yeah, we learned a lot from each other. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Alec, for um for stepping in. Maybe you'll be on the podcast. We talked about that. I would love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, I think I could provide a different perspective. Okay, just kind of, we'll get you in touch with his agent and go from there. Locker room party out now, streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can get music. Love you guys. Woo! <laughs> um, well, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. This was great. I know it's so easy. We need to do a part two and three. Do you want? I mean, we well, we were gonna do a podcast together. We might. Uh, we're still gonna have a podcast like together. Yeah, yeah, it's still in the works. Yeah. Well, um, thank you, Austin. I love you, and I love you too. And there you have it. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Hashtag No Filter. If you have not subscribed, please do so. Would appreciate it so much. And as always, you can follow me on all social media at by Julie Lauren. And thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting. It means more to me than you could ever know. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.